cambiando el nice. If you will, this morning, turn with me to the book of Luke, the Gospel of Luke, chapter 11. The Gospel of Luke, chapter 11, starting in verse 9, we're going to read through verse 13. The Gospel of Luke, chapter 11, verse 9 through 13. While you're flipping there, I'll give you a little context and whatnot. Luke chapter 11, verses 9 through 13. So if you look at the beginning of chapter 11, we see the first thing is the Lord's prayer pattern. The disciples ask Jesus, teach us to pray. Teach us to pray, Lord. They would have experienced and seen the prayer life of Christ on a daily basis. And they probably noticed how easy it seemed to be for the Lord to pray. Lord, teach us to pray. And the, the pattern that he gives, that he gives the Lord's Prayer, which at that time the Pharisees, the way that they taught was outline form. They would have taught with an outline form. So the Lord's Prayer pattern is very simply an outline. Follow this outline and you pray and write. If not, you might not be praying right. Remember, they asked Jesus himself, teach us how to pray. And this is what he gave. So in the prayer pattern, it starts off, and we, we all know our Father. So the first thing that we see is relationship. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. All the names of God represent a benefit of Calvary. I'm not going to go through the names because then I'll just preach your whole message on that. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Lord, your kingdom, your will, not mine but yours. On earth as it is in heaven, give us this day our daily bread. Lord, provide for us what we have need of on a daily basis. Provide for us what we have need of today. Spiritually, physically, mentally, emotionally, domestically, financially. The list goes on and on and on. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lord, we, we, we have many sins against you. Forgive us and help us to show that same grace and mercy to our brother or sister. Amen. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Thine is the kingdom, the power, the glory forever. I'm not sure that that's what's saying here. And then in verse 5, he said unto them, Which of you shall have a friend and shall go unto him at midnight and say unto him, Friend, lend me three loaves, for a friend of mine is in a journey in his journey is come to me and have nothing to set before him. And he from within shall answer and say, Trouble me not, the door is now shut, and my children are with me in bed. I cannot rise and give to you. I say unto you, though he will not rise and give him because he is his friend, 
Yet because of his importunity, he will rise and give him as many as he needs. Now, I've read it to you fast because that's not really where we're going to focus. But what I want you to see is the context. The very first thing that the Lord gives to the disciples, or this in this passage, the context is the Lord's Prayer. So we see relationship with God as our Heavenly Father, which we have because of what Christ has done. We have the benefits of Calvary because of what Christ has done. We are crucified to ourselves. We have died with Christ. Lord, we want your kingdom and your will, not my own. You have all of this in the prayer pattern. And the very next thing, Christ gives a parable of a friend going to a friend at midnight because he needs some bread because here comes someone to his house on a journey. And he says that the friend eventually gave him because he just he just kept knocking at the door. Yeah. He just kept knocking at the door. So he ended up giving him what he needed and what he was asking for simply because he kept knocking and kept knocking. And to be honest, if someone was knocking at your door at midnight, you would eventually get up and say, whatever you need, just take it. Because <laughs> I'm trying to sleep. And it says that he gave because of his importunity, basically his persistence. Now, most of the time when I've heard it preached, I say most of the time, pretty much every time I've heard it preached, this passage of scripture is that we got to knock and keep on knocking. We got to be persistent in our asking, and I'm not going to tell you that that's wrong. I think it's only half the picture, though. I think there's a greater lesson to learn here that really we need more than the first. We need both. We need persistence, but without the second part of this, it, you're going to struggle with it. He tells a parable of a man that gets what he needs from an unwilling source. That's right. The source was unwilling because it's midnight and you're getting on my nerves. <laughs> and I'm trying to see an unwilling source got what he needed because of his persistency. But he is an unwilling source. And then, let's go ahead and read the part that we're going to focus on, 9 through 13, and we're really going to hone in on verse 13. If you're there, say amen. Amen. Verse 9, And I say unto you, Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone who asks receives, and who seeks finds, and to him who knocks it shall be opened. If a son shall ask bread of any of you, who is a father, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks a fish, will he for a fish give him a serpent? Or if he shall ask an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them who ask him? So we see the Lord's Prayer pattern, which is going to give us context to the rest of this. Then we see a parable of a man getting what he needs from an unwilling source. And then 
Christ then asks the question that we see in verse 11. If a son shall ask bread of any of you who is a father, so that's the second time that I've seen father brought up in just in this passage here, this little section. So to me, the emphasis isn't necessarily on the persistence as much as it is the father. Right. If you have a father, I, I, I was blessed to have a, a good father. If I needed something, I could go to my father. And if he could, he'd help me out. Praise God. <laughs> I wouldn't ask for something and he would deceive me and give me something bad. And because he's my dad, the one thing I didn't have to do was keep on bothering him about it. If I'm in need, I go to him. He's not going to give me something bad for when I ask for something good. Right. Because he's a good father. So he tells the, he asks the question, which of you goes to your father and asks for something good, bread, fish, egg? Neither I don't believe that they have any specific representation. So <laughs> your father. Is not your earthly father is not going to give you something bad when you ask for something good. Now, then it brings out the fact that if your earthly father, which we get to verse 13, and that's really where we want to hone in. If you then being evil, if an earthly father who is not like God, who has a sin nature, who is selfish, corrupted by sin, knows how to give a good gift to his child. Right. Then we get to the best part. Yeah. How much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them who ask Him? How much more? More. If your earthly yes. parent, if your earthly father within themselves is evil because we're all corrupted by sin. That's right. If my earthly father, who I love and is a good earthly father, but he's still corrupted by sin. That's right. If he knows how to give me good gifts. And when I ask, I find that my father is not an unwilling source, but a willing source. Yes. The title of the message is very simply, The Willing Source. Let's pray and then I'll preach whatever I got left. <laughs> Heavenly Father, we come to you this morning. Lord, we ask that you would have your way. Lord, we thank you for the benefits of Calvary. We thank you that we can call you Father because of what Jesus has done. Lord, we thank you for your grace and for your mercy. Lord, we just ask that you would have your way this morning in our hearts and in our lives. Lord, that you would make real to us 
what you're trying to say, Lord. Bring it out to us. Anoint our eyes with eye salve that we might see, Lord. Unstop the deaf ears that we might hear what the Spirit is saying. Lord, make it so real to our hearts and our lives, Lord God. Let there be a demonstration of the Holy Spirit. Lord, anoint me and anoint us, Father God, that we might hear. Lord, teach us your word in a greater way. Let us learn of you and know you in a better way when we leave than we did when we came. Yes. Lord, we just ask that you would have your way in this service. Yes. We say and ask this in the name of Jesus Christ. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Most of the time, any time that I preach, it's a little bit more detailed and verse by verse, expository type thing. It's just not going to happen this time, I'll just be honest. <laughs> uh, but I do feel like the Lord wants to hammer home the point, and that is the fact that He is a willing source. Yes. yes amen. amen. He is a willing source. Now, God is our Heavenly Father, not because of how great we are, but because of what Christ has done. We have been adopted into the family. Yes. You've been brought into the family of God. Praise you God. believed upon Christ. You got saved, and you were brought into the family of God, and now you can say, My Heavenly Father. Yes. yes. Amen. Each one of us are joint heirs with Jesus Christ. Amen. Adopted into the family. I belong to him. I'm his child. Yes. Now because of that, I have a relationship with him. And if I need something, I can ask. Yes. Yeah, that's true. And the, the good thing about the Lord's prayer pattern being right there before is that it keeps everything in really, really good context. Yes. Amen. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Amen. So when I ask, it's got to be according to his will That's it. and not mine. I can't, it's not just asking for anything under the sun. Lord, I need a $500,000 house. Praise God. The Lord wants to give. If that's not his will, you can't just claim anything you want to claim because that's what you want. That's right. It's his will, not your will. His kingdom, not your kingdom. Come on. So everything that we ask must be according to his will. We can't lose sight of that. That's right. That's why the Lord is really good at putting the Bible together. We got context. So we shouldn't mess it up. So we ask according to his will for our lives personally. Well, what do you want? Right. But we still have the freedom to ask because he's our heavenly father. That's right. It. And he's not going to give us a bad gift. Right. Amen. But I can come to him and ask because I have boldness in Jesus Christ. Because I'm in Christ, I can enter in to the throne room of grace boldly. Yes. Not because of me, but because of Christ. You can be bold and humble at the same time. Yes. Amen. Boldness doesn't mean self-righteousness. Right. Yeah, that's right. My confidence that I can enter into the throne room of heaven 
and be in the presence of God has nothing to do with me. Right, right. Has everything to do with what Christ has done. Yes. Well, brother, you just blew it. You just, you just sinned. You can't go into the presence of God. You'd be struck dead. Yes, I can. Come on. Because I'm in Christ Jesus, and I've been justified by faith as though I've never sinned. Yeah, I blew it. I asked for forgiveness, and the blood of Jesus Christ Come on. Come on. continually cleanses me from yes, all yes, sin, yes, and I yes, have yes. access into the throne room of grace to find help in my time of need. Yes. And if you haven't noticed, I just blew it because I'm in a time of need. I need His grace. Come on. Yes. Come on. So if I can't go into the throne room of grace to find grace when I need it most because I failed, I'm without hope. That's right. Because I can't change myself. That's right. But because of Jesus Christ, I can boldly enter into the throne room of God. Because of what Jesus has done. Amen. Mm. Amen. I can call him Father because of what Jesus yes. has done. Amen. Not me. He is my heavenly Father because I'm in Christ Jesus. Amen. Mm. He's a willing source that wants to give good gifts. I know for me in my own personal life, I struggle with that sometimes. You can't struggle with that, brother. You're preaching this. Yes, I can. See, because the message is just for me as much as it is for you. That's it. We're in the same sanctification process. We're in the same walk with the Lord. That's it. I'm no different. And in all reality, if you could see into my everyday life, you would think I'm way worse than you and would wonder why the Lord even called me. <laughs> Jesus, that's my answer. Jesus. That's it. That's it. That's my only answer. Anything that I ever am or become is because of Jesus and what he's done. I used to be a bit timid and a bit afraid to ask the Lord of things. I could focus in on the persistent part. Yeah. That's where I've got to just keep knocking, Brother Danny. If I haven't got it, it's because I just haven't knocked enough. Right. Just got to keep on knocking, keep on knocking, keep on asking, keep on asking. Not saying that's there. That's not there because it does say that when you pray, not if you pray, when you pray. Right. And then it says, "Give us this day our daily bread." Now I love the fact that it's worded like that. Give us this day, which means you be praying for that day. Yeah. So right. tomorrow you'll have to pray for that day. Right. Come on now. Right. Right. Come on. It doesn't just say, give us what we need for our lives. Give us this day. Right. Amen. And tomorrow I'll have to go to the same source to give what I need for this day. Yes. And then the day after that, Brother Danny, the same source. Yes. But I can have confidence that I can come ask each day. Yes. I can knock each day. Yes. I can seek each day. Yes. 
Hallelujah. For what I need that day, because he's my heavenly father. And unlike the friend who is asleep at midnight, I won't be bugging him because he's yes. a willing source. Hallelujah. That means he wants to do it. He wants to give to me. He is a willing source. Yes. Hallelujah. Praise God. When I know that my father in heaven is a willing source who wants to give, it's not so hard to go each day. Uh, I need uh, <laughs> some help. <laughs> and then if I'm praying according to his will, then I have confidence he's going to answer. That's it. Yes. Because he's a good father yeah. who wants to give me good gifts. Yes. Yes. He wants me in his will. I don't have to beg for it. Right. Yes. Right, right. right. He wants me in his will because it's a good gift. Yes. Hallelujah. So today, Lord, I just want your will for my life. And I know that I'm praying according to your will, and I have access to you. You are my Father in heaven because of what Jesus did. And I know that you are a willing source who wants to answer that prayer, which means today you want me in your will. My Lord, thank you, Jesus. I don't have to beg you for it. That's it. Right. Lord, I need, I need some help. Father, I got a struggle. I got something in my life I know doesn't belong there. I can't get rid of it. Only you can sanctify. I can't sanctify. Only you can sanctify. Lord, today I need help. Yeah. And it's according to his will. Christ already paid for it. Yes. yes. So I can boldly come to him, my father in heaven. Yes. And he wants to. Yes. Provide victory for me. Yes. He wants to give it to me. He's a willing source. Yes. He's not trying to withhold it from me. Right. He wants me in it. He wants me. Mm. He wants me to walk victorious. Yes. He wants yes. me to look like Jesus. Yes. In my daily walk. Praise God. He wants me to prosper spiritually, physically. Mentally, emotionally, is called the more abundant life. Yes. Hallelujah. He wants that for me. Yes. He wanted Israel to walk in the promised land and possess all of it. Right. He wants you to possess all of it. Right. Come on. Yes. Because he's a willing source. Yes. Praise God. Lord, I need a job. A willing source wants to provide that. And you know it's not going to be bad because he's a good father. And if an earthly father wouldn't give you something bad in place of something good, he won't do it either. Right. That's it. Because he doesn't have sin. He's perfect. Right. So if your earthly father will give you something good and won't substitute something bad in the place of something good, how much more a perfect, sinless father yes. Yes. who is love? Yes. How much more will he not only give you something good, but how much more will he give? Lord, we need help financially. And I can ask, you are my father. Yes. I have access to you, and you are a willing source. 
And the best part is, you're a way better source than any man because you own everything. That's yes. it. If you go to Romans chapter 8, verse 32, you don't necessarily have to flip there, I'll get there real quick. Romans chapter 8, verse 32 says, He who spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Amen. We talked about this in the night class. And it's so good, I just talked about it again. For your salvation, when you were an enemy, he gave heaven's best. He went through heaven and didn't didn't withhold anything for the salvation of man. That's right. He gave his only begotten son. He looked around. Man needed to be saved. And he said, I'm going to give, but not only am I going to give just something, I'm going to give the very yes. best thing yes. that I have. Yes. Heaven's yes. best. God. Now, if he gave you that when you were an enemy, how much more, now that you are no longer an enemy, that you are a son, a joint heir with Jesus Christ, you belong to him. He is your father. He gave you heaven's best when you were an enemy. How much more will he give you now that you are a child of his? You belong to him, yes. not an enemy. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God, Brother Tan Pastor. Amen. I'm not an enemy yeah, of God. I'm, I belong to Him. If He gave me heaven's that's best it. when Come I was on. an enemy, then I know 100% that right now that I belong to Him. He will spare yeah. nothing Hallelujah. to provide for me. Praise that's it. God. Praise God. Glory. He gave heaven's best when you didn't belong to him, and now he won't give you less than heaven's best. Yes. That's it. Because you belong to him now. Yes. And everything that's his. Come on. Praise God. And he's a willing source. Yes. yes. You got a father which is in heaven, not on earth, so he's already far greater than anything that you can imagine. Yes. And then on top of that, he owns everything. Yeah. Amen. Praise God. And it gets even better because he's not an unwilling source like in the parable, but he is a willing source yeah. who wants to give good gifts. Amen. Come on. Maybe I'm the only one that needs something. <laughs> the phrase, how much more places the Heavenly Father in His proper position as far above earthly mortals. It, re in, it refers not merely to power and wisdom, but above all to goodness. God is a good God. Yes. Heavenly Father speaks of relationship. He is our Father through Jesus Christ. 
Whatever a good earthly parent would do towards their children, one can rest assured that the Lord will do far more. Yes. Yeah. It says, give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him. And it's asked rather than stated inasmuch as the promise is open-ended. There is no limit to what God can do. That's right. There's a limit to what man can do. There's a limit to what you can do. But not God. That's right. He has sources that you know nothing about. Right, right. Well, I need a job, but I don't really have the connections. You got the greatest. You got the yeah. greatest connection of all. Right, right. You got the one that owns a cattle on a thousand hills. Right, yeah. right. You got the one that raises up kings and brings down. Right, right. You got the one that nothing happens on earth that he doesn't know about. Not right. one sparrow dies. Right. And he doesn't know. Right. That's right. You got the greatest connection of all. Right. He turns the hearts of kings, wicked, evil kings. It says that he turns the hearts of those kings like a river. Right. To do his will. Right. Because what he desires to be accomplished will without fail be accomplished. Right. That's right. Come on. Amen. Glory. You got the greatest connection of all. Praise God. You got a willing source. Praise God. Hallelujah. The ability of God and his desire to give to his children so far exceeds our ability to even comprehend. The Holy Spirit is spoken of here because it is through the person of the Holy Spirit that all things are done. The Holy Spirit is the one that carries out the work. Yeah. When the Lord wants someone to give to a certain ministry or a certain to, to spread the gospel. He places it on the hearts of certain people to give to that ministry. That's the Holy Spirit. Right. Doing the work. Right. Just. Right. And then they give, they respond. A willing source wants to provide for everything that you have need of. And he's right. saying, you can ask me. Right. Now, I'll, I'm your father in heaven. Right. You belong to me. I gave heaven's best when you didn't belong to me. Right. What makes you think that I won't give heaven's best now that you do? Right. Yeah. He wants to provide for us. He wants to give us good things. And if it's in his will, it's a good thing. Yes. And that's what he wants to give us. Good things. Mm. I, just, I just keep on saying it. I don't have any more notes. <laughs> A willing source. Amen. Yes. That's just what I feel like the Lord wants to get across. It's not some, I don't have 50,000 notes. All I tell you is he's a willing source. Yeah. And you have a need, and he wants to meet that need because he's a willing source. He is your father. Right. You belong to him. Yes. He already gave heaven's best. If a willing source will already give you heaven's best when you don't belong to him. How much more? Praise How God. much more? Yeah. Now that you do. Right. You belong to him. He's your father. 
He wants to provide everything that you need. Just ask. And believe that he wants to do it. Yes. Because he's a willing source. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I don't, no surprise, if anybody knows me, no surprise that I just have to remember a song. <laughs> Hopefully I remember the words or people get nervous. But if it's, I, I believe that it just lines up perfectly with the message. He is a willing source. He can do anything. As I kneel in the darkness, in the middle of the night, Lord, I'm praying for assurance. Everything's going to be all fine. Lord, I see another valley, and it's down in front of me. Lord, I'm afraid I won't be able, and I'll go down in defeat. And he said, do you remember just where I brought you from? Won't you take a look behind you and see how far you've come? Every time you ask me, didn't I deliver you? So why would you be thinking that I wouldn't see you through? Didn't I walk on the water and I calmed the raging sea? I spoke to the wind and it hushed and I gave you peace. Didn't I leave all of heaven just to die for your sins? I searched until I found you, and I do it all again. Now she's talking to her father in a house that was once a home. Said, my bills are coming due, Lord. Six days is not that long. Jesus. She hears a voice so still and low. Said, I've moved like that before. I'll do this little thing, child, and I'll give you so much more. Didn't I walk? on the waters and I calmed the raging sea. I spoke to the wind and it hushed and I gave you peace. Didn't I leave all of heaven just to die for your sins? I searched until I found you and I do it all again. Didn't I walk on the water and I calmed the raging sea? I spoke to the wind 
and it hushed and I gave you peace. Didn't I leave all of heaven just to die for your sins? I searched until I found you and I do it all again. Now she's talking to her father in a house that was once a home. Said my bills are coming due, Lord, six days is not that long. She hears a voice so still and low, said I move like that before. I'll do this little thing, child, and I'll give you so much more. Didn't I walk on the water? Didn't I calm the raging sea? I spoke to the wind, and it hushed, and I gave you peace. Didn't I run to your rescue? Didn't I hear you when you called? I walked right beside you, just so you wouldn't fall. Didn't I leave all of heaven just to die for your sins? I searched until I found you, and I do it all again. Didn't I run to your rescue? Didn't I hear you when you called? I walked right beside you. Just so you wouldn't fall. Didn't I leave all of heaven just to die for your sins? I searched until I found you, and I do it all again. gave heaven's best and didn't withhold anything from you in order that you might be saved, how much more will he give you now? How much more will he give you now? If you need anything, if you just want to spend time with the Lord, maybe there's something that maybe you've been afraid to ask or you just haven't asked or maybe you have asked but now you just see it a little differently. I invite you to come to the altars. It's just between you and the Lord. I might go by and pray for you, but I don't hold the answer. Only Christ does. Only the Lord holds the answer. The time that you come to the altar has nothing to do with man, but it's you and the Lord. He wants you to come. He wants you to ask. He wants you to seek. And he promises that you'll find. The door will be open. And you will receive. And it's going to be a good thing. Because he gives it. And it's going to be according to his will. So if you need anything from the Lord. Maybe you just want to spend time with the Lord. These altars are open. You can come. Ask. Seek. Knock. And just spend time with the Lord.